This is the Cinema Review Show. I'm going to see as many films as I possibly can, and on each episode, interview a different guest about the films we've seen. If you're not subscribed to the podcast, you can do so on all good podcasting apps. Just search the Cinema Review Show. And now, sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode. Hello, you're listening to the Cinema Review Show. I am Craig Fields, and uh, my guest on today's show is a very good friend of mine. He's a musician, and uh, of course, first and foremost, my cousin. This is Ashley Fields. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good, sir. How are you today? I'm very well. I'm very well indeed. It's very warm, actually. Yeah, it is. Like, obnoxiously warm. I actually feel my... Sweat, a bead of sweat is dripping down my eyebrows. Well, the first problem is you're not in shorts. No, I don't tend to wear shorts. You can't see that on the radio. No, (laughs) you're wearing shorts though. Yeah, the the legs have come out for a day. (laughs) Uh, You've just come straight from breakfast. Where did you go? I went to a nice little cafe in Harpleton with a friend of mine who's a jujitsu instructor and electrician. That's a very weird combination. Well, yeah, he does a bit of both. So, electrician pays for most... Not at the same time, though. (laughs) That'd be be quite an interesting job, wouldn't it? That would be very, very interesting. Doing a backflip into fitting a wire. (laughs) (laughs) So, as a musician, what have you got going on at the minute? So, at the moment, I'm doing a few things. One of which you know, um, I'm working with your dad um, for an album called Lifeline. Uh, Songs that trail back a good... 35 years of your dad's and my dad's songs hmm. uh, so that's taken up quite a lot of time also in a band called Lunar Sun so we're alternative pop play in a variety of sort of time signatures but they're quite mainstream sounding tracks and I'm now venturing into playing bass in this band when I'm I'm usually an acoustic musician so I also do solo acoustic music as well and I'm a guitar tutor and you have music out on iTunes and Spotify and other good places as well? Yes, all on the main social media platforms. You can find me. We'll put that in the description and we may play one of your songs out at the end. Is that all right? Cool. Cool. So, as you might have expected from the title of this episode, we are going to be looking at Pokemon. Pokemon. <laughs> Detective Pikachu. Uh, the film has been out for a while. I'm still playing catch up. As you know, uh, Is It Worth It? The Film Review podcast has ended for a little bit whilst David and I try and work out some stuff. Uh, if you haven't read the first blog post that I posted on Medium, have a look at that. It will explain an awful lot. Um, so I'm going to be doing this. I'm going to have guests sitting in with me discussing uh, one film at a time. And uh, today is Detective Pikachu. Um, So let me give you a brief synopsis before we go in and delve into the ins and outs of Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Um, Tim is played by Justice Smith and he appears to be the only person in the world to dislike Pokemon. In fact, I'm pretty sure he resents them. But when he learns that his father has died under mysterious circumstances, Tim joins an unlikely team member. It's a Pikachu, a Pikachu that's lost his memory and somehow capable of talking to Tim and Tim alone. He also happens to be a detective and is the key to solving the mysterious disappearance of Tim's father. Uh, Here's a clip and uh, we'll go straight into reviewing the film after. So, Pikachu? Oh, jeez. Hey, little guy. How did you get in here? I know... You can't understand me, but put down the stapler or I will electrocute you. Did you just 
just talk? Whoa. Did you just understand me? Wait, 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 wait. That is heavy eye contact right there. You heard me. No, no, yes, you did. Oh, stop, my stop, God, this stop. is amazing. Stop. You can understand me. Stop. I've been so long. So that's the clip from Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Uh, Ashley, would you like to kick us off with your initial thought on uh, this film? So first of all, the clip is quite interesting. As, as a Pokemon fanatic... Yes, I was going to say, you are a bit of a Pokemon master, aren't you? <laughs> well, my name is Ash. <laughs> so it's a bit unavoidable. Comes with the but, territory. Uh, but, you know, I, I grew up. I love I love Pokemon. I know all the original 150, so you, you can definitely call me a fanatic. Mm. But um, first of all, when you look at the character of Pikachu in this, it's quite strange because, first of all, there's a, there's a personality of a man in, in him. <laughs> so... You can definitely tell, obviously, this is now not necessarily completely innocent as you would expect Pikachu to be. And of course, it's voiced by the wonderful Ryan Reynolds, who comes straight from Deadpool. And it sounds like Deadpool is is possessing Pikachu, just without the uh, the, the nasty words being used. It's a kid-friendly version of Deadpool inside yeah, it's, of it's, Pikachu. It's PG, PG Deadpool. Yeah, essentially. And that, to me, was very interesting. And... and to me as well, Ryan Reynolds is what saves this film. Oh, 100%. Completely. I'm glad you that. agree with me he, on that. He, he really brought Pikachu as a character to life, really held the film together. Mm. Because if it was just a live-action film without Ryan Reynolds voicing a Pikachu, I think this film would fall very, very flat, mainly to the people who enjoy Pokemon as a whole. So those who have dedicated their lives to watching the films, the TV series, and have followed the adventures of Ash and all the other uh, great Pokemon masters who have gone on these journeys and gone to gyms and stuff. This was a very small story in a relatively large world, but still managed to feel relatively small. My my reasons for that and for saying that is because it, it didn't take you on that that adventure if the story felt like it was a small adventure you know with tim trying to discover what happened to his dad he's dead what happened uh pikachu is somehow talking to me Let, let's try and find out what happened most pokemon movies and adventures go on this never-ending adventure that that goes to many different towns many different places many different gyms meet hundreds of different people along the way lots of different pokemon uh, and this it just didn't hit that mark for me in 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 having the grand scale of the usual pokemon things but then what it does do is introduce a whole new audience to pokemon in a very unique way you don't have to be so overwhelmed by having those big adventures you've got this one contained story introduces a new lead person in 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 uh justice smith tim who plays tim um and that that's what I enjoyed about the film. I, I agree with you. So typically, you know, it's it's well, it's it's not a typical version of what most people would consider a Pokemon movie mm. or a Pokemon film or TV show. It's com- it's created a completely different style story. Yeah. And I think you hit the nail on the head there that it's um it's a nice way to bring a new audience into Pokemon. Yeah. But it also has a nice way of of drawing in the old Pokemon fans in. More to do with the, the visual element. Yeah. You're, you've been wanting, <clears throat> I, I say a lot of people have been wanting to have that live action 
Pokemon film for a very long time, you know, humans interacting with animals. Of course. And well, the animals are, are the Pokemon. And then when I finally saw that on screen for the first time, I was like, wow, this is amazing. But then it made me realize that these are just animals and we are enslaving these animals to do our bidding to have Pokemon battles. But... In this, obviously, in this. They, they don't allow Pokemon battles. It's banned. Exactly. This, which that is, was a nice which is touch. Part, yes, for the style of film, but it also... I, I didn't like that part of it as much. I would prefer to see a bit more effects from Pokemon's attacks, but that's because I'm more inclined to, to want to see the original theme of Pokemon. But it was a nice touch. I did, I did thoroughly enjoy this film. Yeah. I think it's difficult to bring a film like this to life in that live action thing without people going and actually questioning the fact that these are these are essentially animals that live side by side with humans like we do in in, in our ordinary world. You know, we have animals all over the place that, that run wild. And yet these people are catching, capturing them and taking them on these adventures and battling each other, which is what they did in the cartoons. But you well, you that. say you say capturing. Yes, there's actually no Pokeballs. In this, if you remember, there's only there's one scene at the beginning where they try and capture something, but the way they operate at Rhyme City is Pokemon don't live in their Pokeballs. They are out in society. Well, this is what I'm trying with their, with their so-called trainer, which this is, is which this is, is where is it was different. They had to do it because it's so realistic. People are going to be ask, ask, asking these sort of questions like, why, you know, this is too realistic to the, our normal world with lots of obviously very different animals, but essentially they are animals. So the way that they dealt with that is, as you said, Rhyme City, no Pokemon are allowed to be kept in Pokeballs. They live side by side in harmony, almost as equals, um, which is an ideal thing how we should be living today, really, if you think about it. Animals should be able to live free out in the wild, side by side. Obviously, they don't get the right to vote because they're not sentient beings like us. <laughs> but you see what I'm what I'm saying. I do I do get you, but obviously with the animals we have as pets, that first of all they don't have powers. Um how could it's, it's harder for them to sort of survive I disagree. in the wild. Budgies and parrots can speak. Yeah, but that's just them. <laughs> <laughs> you try and have a conversation with your dog Ralph, I think he'd just growl at you. Well, I mean, he, but he does talk back. He does. And you can get a sense as to what he's saying. Yeah, I know. But that, that, his name. That's, that's where the style of Pokemon is <laughs> in terms of, you know, each Pokemon has a character. Like Psyduck, for instance, was quite funny in the film. Mm. You know, they, they play a lot of the Pokemon in this film play off the anime. So Psyduck was a bit of a strange one. He has a headache. And then if he gets too stressed and he releases um releases <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he sends out um a psychic energy that was an attack so yeah that's that's exactly like the anime and just his overall demeanor was quite funny he's just sort of sitting there looking quite quite funny in the film one of my favorite moments in the film was a, the mr mime uh oh, yeah. interaction i thought that was superbly done and it didn't the the way that they brought that character to life wasn't too over the top, I, I didn't think. It, it, it managed to capture the essence of the anime whilst it still looked quite humanoid. Because at the end of the day, Mr. Mime is a Frenchman <laughs> miming. Yeah, right. And it's still an animal at the same time. So um, <laughs> they managed to capture that very it, well. And it was a very entertaining, entertaining it al scene. It almost plays like um, a less evil version of the Joker from Batman. Just in the way <laughs> yeah. it was just like, it was like a clown, isn't it? Yeah. It's like a mime clown. Yeah. 
What is his powers? Mr. Mime is psychic. What does he actually do, though? Like, Mr. Mime has psychic abilities, like well, like other psychic Pokemon. So I'm, I, I was a big fan of Pokemon, but it just never stuck with me. I never really sort of played any of the newer games. You've played the newer games, haven't you? And you've I enjoyed have. them quite to an extent. And you know, don't tell uh, anyone. I'm 28 and I still played it. <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot of our generation though that still do play the games. And as a fan, as yourself. You've enjoyed the film, haven't you? Thoroughly, yeah. What was it like after you left the cinema, after seeing the film? What was your first proper reaction to it? Well, I felt like a bit of a kid again. It was very much nostalgic for me. Um, But it was nice seeing it in more 21st century, modern day life. Mm. How all the Pokemon integrated and they were part of people's jobs, you know, Mm. detectives and things like that. You know, and you had like my champs in the street doing street traffic and stuff. It was quite funny. Mm. Um, I, I came out of the film thinking, yeah, that, that'd be super cool if that was real. You know, and, you know, if I could have any unreal job in the world, I would love to be a Pokemon trainer. <laughs> <laughs> Outside of being a musician, that's, that's what I would love to be. Okay, if you had to have a single Pokemon that could go with you whilst you were as a musician, that, you know, who, what Pokemon would it be to assist you in, in making music? That's quite a tough choice, really. Well, you know all 150 yeah, off I, my heart. Yeah, I know, but I like them all for different reasons because of the Pokemon world. <laughs> I couldn't pick one to just come with me. It'd be cool to have a Pikachu because from the anime, Pikachu was the main character with Ash. So mm. it's just that as a character. And you are Ash. Yes, it makes sense, wouldn't it? It goes hand in hand. It does. You have some other notes there. Is there anything you haven't talked about or you want to talk about a bit further in, in a bit more detail? <laughs> well, if you're talking about music, um, you have a, a Pokemon in there called Exploud, which is quite a loud Pokemon. They sort of do these big loud roars and it was quite funny to see that placed in the film, mm. in the DJ scenario. Try to remember. Yes, in, the, in, in a the, specific in, scene, in, in an underground, in the, underground illegal club. Yeah. Club. Yeah, during where where they're doing that illegal Pokemon battle. Mm. I'm trying to go back into that way where I, I don't give too many spoilers and story, parts of the story away. But actually, this film's been out for quite a while, so we can do a bit more of a spoilerific sort of review if you wanted to go into a bit more detail. Yeah, I, there's there's a lot of reviews out there online now, so I wouldn't worry so much. Yeah, so this underground club is actually uh, an illegal Pokemon battle uh, It's like an arena. A, arena that takes place... Um, sort of in Rhyme City where it's actually illegal to do these Pokemon battles and uh, Tim and Pikachu have gone there to try and find out a bit more information as to what has happened to Tim's dad. Now, we know very early on in the film that Tim's dad has actually been murdered or has been killed in a car accident but there is some more mystery behind it as to how that car accident happened. Uh, Pikachu is... Or was Tim's dad's companion, I suppose? And that's why he was... Apparently he was the partner. His partner, but somehow is able to talk to Tim. And it's all very confusing along that way. And we're unravelling what happened to Tim's dad, why Pikachu can talk, and Tim growing to sort of... Love the reconnect world, reconnect with, po- with, with Pokemon. Pokemon, and that is essentially what the film is all about. He makes a friend, he makes friends along the way. There's um, some great uh, acting from Bill Nye, who plays Howard Clifford, uh, who is a good guy in the film. 
And I say that in a way because the ending, it, it would spoil it if you haven't seen it. Um, he's not maybe the good guy at the end. <laughs> I have spoiled it. But it doesn't matter because the film's been out for a while. So yeah, Bill Nye is actually secretly the bad guy. Bill Nye was something I didn't expect to see in the film. And I didn't expect to see him... What is that banging sound? I think that's your father. Probably. He's an absolute madman. Um, so yeah, I didn't expect to see Bill Nye in the film. Um, but really brilliantly acted. He's He's one of those guys that you see in... Uh, romantic films, Love Actually. He's gone from just doing so many different roles. Um, and he's so versatile. So to see him pop up in a Pokemon world was actually really quite entertaining for me. Fair enough. I mean, I don't really know him that well as a as an actor. Uh, the, boat, the Boat That Rocked? May have seen it. Can't really remember. Pirates of the Caribbean? Not really seen that much of it. About missed- Time? No. I've missed out on a lot of stuff. You have. So f- obviously from this year, from from your old podcast you were doing with David, is what, what brought me into looking at a lot more films this year. Mm. You know, I thoroughly enjoyed having my Cineworld card. Yes, Cineworld. I mean, we haven't discussed Cineworld uh, as to whether or not they're going to be joining me on this adventure. Hopefully they will be. Um, but on the uh, Is It Worth It podcast, uh, you were able to uh, get £10 off the unlimited card and a fair few people took us up on that offer and you were one of those people mm-hmm. and uh you've been to the cinema now i mean how long have you had it now maybe six months a bit more than that maybe yeah start the year and you've clearly got some good use out of it you're enjoying using it uh, and going to the cinema quite often um favorite film so far then sophia 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 <laughs> so far probably bohemian rhapsody i'd have to say I really enjoyed that, but I did. I did also enjoy Rocket Man. That's just come out. Mm, which I'm I've, seen, be I've seen soon. a lot of good films, and Endgame was very good. All, all the Marvel stuff I thoroughly enjoyed. So you've been getting some good use out of it. That's yeah. good. So but, to summarise, Detective Pikachu. Then you've got a few more little bits and pieces that you want to say, maybe before we do do a summary. But well, other things I wanted to point out is that the Pokemon in the film were the stars. I'd say all mm. the different, all the different types of Pokemon, and obviously Pikachu. One for the character that was being played by Ryan. Very good. Um, but the the actual performances of the actors playing the humans as hmm. part of it, I felt play, it was a little bit flat. I didn't feel that connected to them as characters. Obviously, that's what they're trying to do with uh, Justice Smith's character. He is the main protagonist within this film, and they're trying to build pathos with, with him in regards to what has happened with his dad. So you'll you'll get to know him a lot quicker than you would do with, say, Ash Ketchum, who goes on a, a massive long adventure over a course of a massive TV show where you grow with him. With uh, Tim's character, or Justice Smith's character, Tim, you have to grow with him re- relatively rapidly to be able to to get that emotional connection with him and i do see what you mean by that because it it was almost too quick to 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 learn about a character such as this tim who is uh someone who doesn't enjoy pokemon or like pokemon or want to be a pokemon trainer but there is history behind that and um we have to grow with that and understand that across the course of the film whilst also trying to discover why pikachu can talk and why his dad has died and Mm -hmm. it it does it'll feel like there's too much going on at once in that respect and uh, as well as an overwhelming city of rhyme city where there are a, a million different pokemon that looks like they're rambling around and 
It's so quite, it, there's quite a lot, wasn't there? Yeah, there's a lot I to thought, take in. I thought they they put a lot of variant Pokemon in there. Some new stuff, some old stuff. I mean, personally, I would have preferred more of the older stuff to draw. I think that would have drawn in fans more so, the older fans. Yeah. Because you know them. Um, they all came out very good. Charizard was a little bit angry. <laughs> <laughs> there but may be a reason is, for that. This is one point, actually, I wanted to point out. During that fight, between Pikachu and Charizard, sorry, another spoiler, um, there's no point in the film at all where Pikachu actually electrocutes anyone. Not properly, no. You're right. I don't, I don't remember any electricity coming out of Pikachu. There is a scene at the end where he uses an electrical thunder attack. Ah, there is there's one sort of thunderball thing, isn't yes. there? Yes, yeah. At the end, against Mewtwo? Yes. Ah, oh, right, that's it. That was it. What I found quite uh, entertaining about the scene you were talking about with Charizard was that he, he said something about he'd, he'd done that before. He'd, he'd beaten Charizard before he electrocuted them. Yeah. That's obviously a, a little play at something that happened in the story that we didn't see before, but also something that happened in the TV series before. Uh, that was something Pikachu had done to Charizard in the TV show. Yeah. And and that was a nice little. There's a lot. There's a lot there's of little, a, little things like that. So another thing like that. If you're referring back to the anime show, yeah, you've got Squirtle in the Squirtle Squad, yeah, doing like fighting the fires. I thought that was quite nice. Yeah. So there's lots of little Easter eggs like that that are perfect for fans such as yourself, and very highly entertaining for for newcomers as well. So to summarize this film, I think it's it's a good film for those who have enjoyed Pokemon in the past and still enjoy Pokemon now and it's a very very good film for those who are being welcomed into the world of Pokemon however it does slightly fall short in trying to cram so much stuff into a world that we're used to seeing slightly bigger and it could have been something that maybe we were joined on a, a sequel or maybe a trilogy where we follow Tim going on this wider adventure, growing to to love Pokemon, going on these Pokemon Master Gym adventures. That would have been something that would have been really cool for me to have seen. But at the end of the day, it's it's their first stop at doing live action and they know that it's, they've been successful with it. They've had fun poking fun at themselves with it as well with the whole Ryan Reynolds playing Pikachu. And... Uh, ultimately, I think it's a, a very enjoyable film. It's it's going to be worth to seeing to pass a lot of time if you're somebody who enjoys Pokemon and maybe hasn't watched a lot of Pokemon before. Another thing is just if you enjoy Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool, it is yeah. still funny. It's still worth seeing oh, just very, to very see funny. him portray a Pikachu. <laughs> it's quite. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah, I agree. And he really held the film together, as we said earlier. Um. Personally, in terms of a sequel, I don't think a sequel would be a great idea for this. I don't see how far they could go with it. Um, I would personally like to see more of a typical style Pokemon type story. Um, so but, an but original into, but, anime but story. integrated in modern day life. Yep. I, I can see that could be a way forward for it. But we've seen that with live action versions of Dragon Ball Z. Uh, or Dragon Ball, as they called it, and that was very, very bad. And they they used the storyline from from the anime and combined it with the live action, and it just didn't work. Now, having an original story like they've done here with, with Detective Pikachu, and having someone that with the likes of Ryan Reynolds in the film has, I think, given it a lot more 
than we may have got from an original story. Now, it could be something they they managed to do. Will it be any good, though? I don't know. It may cater to someone like yourself Mm -hmm. who really wants to see that live-action version, but I'm not sure it would work. But only time will tell. And whether or not the Pokemon company are going to be doing anything like that going forward, it'll be uh, nice to see if they do. But if they don't, it doesn't matter. Because they have some other stuff coming out that I don't know if you saw in the news very recently. Did you see? I'm not sure. I don't think I have. So they have got a new sort of game coming out. Oh, I know there's a game coming out on the Switch. But there's also Pokemon Sleep. Have you seen this? I've seen something. I've seen the title, but I don't think I've seen anything else. So essentially they reward you. I think it goes alongside that Pokemon mobile game that they have. Um, They reward you for sleeping well. (laughs) okay yeah i know it's a game made out of you sleeping essentially which is the most random thing i think i've ever seen it's a mental health and fitness sort of regime isn't it yeah that part that pokemon go was portraying exactly but it's it's still it's following along that same road and integrates everything together so now pokemon go pokemon sleep and the new next pokemon game that comes out on the switch is all going to be integrated together into the 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 whole main world which is quite exciting for those who are pokemon fans and going to be getting the games Possibly such as yourself. I don't know if you play Pokemon Go or not. Or did you? I played a little bit when it first came out. Maybe for a few months and then put it down. Okay. So, to summarise, Pokemon is great. (laughs) I I would recommend going to see it. Yeah, same. I I would recommend. If it's still showing in your local cinema, go and see it if you haven't seen it yet. Um, And if uh, you have seen it, let us know what you thought about it. Um, I haven't set up an email address yet. Uh, I will have that. Uh, so you can contact us and we can maybe read it out on, on subsequent shows going forward. Um, but it would be great to know what you guys thought of the film as well. Um, to play us out, Ashley has given me permission to play a little sneak peek at one of his songs that are on iTunes. Um, the, the link in the description will take you to the full version of that if you've got Apple Music and Spotify, etc. And you can have a little listen to that. And you've got another single coming out uh, f- sometime soon. You're not quite Over sure. The, in the next few months, I'd say. Okay. And are you playing any gigs soon as well? On yourself I or have, some? Yes. Um, I have a gig coming up at Doctor's Tonic on Monday. So that is quite soon. So it's <laughs> for you listening, it might have, the date might have passed, but it's, uh, yeah, it's Monday the 3rd of June playing in... Uh, oh, dropped my phone. <laughs> good job I've got a good case. Um, Doctor's Tonic in Will and Garden City. Just a nice little open mic that my friend Dan runs. Very nice. Um, yeah, more in the studio at the moment and organising video shoots for Lunasum for the for our release of our EP coming out over the next couple of months. Cool. So we'll put the social media to Lunasum as well and anything else uh, in regards to what you're doing musically. Uh, so this is Ashley Fields and it's Concrete. I'm shivering in time and space Beneath my skin It's where